2: And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.
1: Let's get back to You Better You Bet, presented by Bet NGM on the BetQL
0: Network. Welcome back. You better you bet. PJ Glasser filling in for Nick Costos. Ken Barkley back from vacation. We were just talking about uh, my vacation. Was was fortunate enough to go to Wimbledon, which was awesome. Ken, real quick, uh, where, where were you at this past week?
1: I was in, uh, nowhere near as interesting as Wimbledon. Uh, maybe just as pretentious. I was in Newport, Rhode Island, which might be more pretentious than London, depending on where you go in the town. There's a famous story. Uh, there's a, a bunch of golf courses there, maybe like four or five in the area. And it's a small place, uh, and there's one the most prestigious by light years is the uh, the Newport Country Club, and there's a my uh, my wife's uncle told me the story one time. There's a famous story where uh, FDR uh, is president and wants to go to Newport for peas in the area for something. I believe I think I and somebody can fact check me on this, but I think Newport used to be like the like the, where we would keep all of our ships in the Navy. Like, obviously it's still a port, but I think we used to keep everything there. And then now we've kind of moved it around a little bit, but he FDR was like in town and he wants to play at Newport country club. And they like, he literally like calls them or his secretary calls them and they're like, no, you're not a member like to the president. Like you're not a member. So you can't play. And I remember apparently his response was like, well, wait, like JFK went and you like let him play. And they're like, his wife was a member. So we had to say yes. And they like, didn't even want to let JFK in. So just like, you know, these are, this is the kind of the, the crowd sometimes that we're dealing with there. Um, but it's an awesome place to take a vacation. Uh, it was a great time. Not really any thing quite as interesting as seeing Wimbledon. I went to a Hartford yard goats game yesterday, which is the minor league baseball team here, which was also quite awesome uh good gift shop too by the way the old yard goats nice. but uh but yeah for the most part we, like i you know we can do some stories as we go but no it was an awesome trip I was gonna say because you were talking about going to Wimbledon there are matches on right now for people who yeah. are listening live and I was I was watching a lot of Alcaraz Berrettini. um I like I do not bet tennis basically at all uh I would have no idea how to win at it I don't even have very strong opinions on who I think is good. There was something I really thought Berrettini was a kind of lot. I've actually watched a lot of this tournament so far, (laughs) like too much for someone who's just like a casual where now I like feel like I have opinions where I'm like, no way, that's that price. And it's like, well, maybe you're an idiot and you don't watch tennis at all. And I just have what I thought Berrettini was having an awesome tournament and he's playing the one seed, So he's going to be a big dog. He was like, yeah, I think he went three to one is what he went off at or something. And I thought he was like really live and he won the first set. And I was like, oh, Like, I might have been right. I was, like, going to take, in my head, I was going to take this victory lap to myself that I got this one right. And Alcaraz kind of smashed him for a couple sets and just started actually breaking him, which that's been Alcaraz's story of the tournament. He's had a bunch of break points. Hasn't converted on any of them. We converted on a couple in this match, and he's up two sets to one. And uh, I think they're on serve in the fourth right now. But I kind of thought about betting that. I watched some other stuff earlier today. Uh eubanks the American. That was like the huge oh, result in CC Pass in five sets. I don't know if people saw that. It's kind of been one of the stories of the tournament. There are like no good American men at all because Taylor Fritz stinks now. So there's like really nobody good who can contend. There's this like random guy no one's ever heard of who's like seven feet tall. Um we'll talk about banyama in a second. This is like the banyama of tennis compared to the size of the players he's playing against. And uh, and he beat Citi Posse. like a top five player in the world, which is pretty crazy too. So, been betting a little bit, been watching a ton. Have you been locked in to this tournament? Uh, we can actually yeah. have a betting. It doesn't have to be. We can stop with the tourist <laughs> stories of you going to yeah. to Wimbledon probably for people listening. But have you been betting the tournament at all?
0: I have, and it's funny you bring out you bring up the Alcaraz match because I did I did take a stab at Berrettini today on the uh, oh, on it was the money so tempting,
1: line. right? Oh, the oh, money line man. was so it... good. And Berrettini is just, like, playing so awesome. This is me who's watched seven days of tennis. But I just thought Berrettini looked amazing. And I feel like Alcaraz is still, like, young enough that he could be vulnerable against the right opponent. That was kind of my thought.
0: You know where I run into trouble, too, betting a tournament like Wimbledon is, especially when I like a dog like Berrettini, I feel like most of the time that kind of correlates as well to, like, betting the over, right? Like the Eubanks match, right. today, if you like an upset, probably going to go four or five sets, probably going to be some tie breaks in between there. But then, at the same time, it's like, do you really want to drop all that money on a sport that you really don't know all that well? Right. So, I thought, I welcome thought to the about summer, the right? yeah, welcome exactly. to the summertime. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know me, I'm a big golf guy, and I'm I, I have the the Open Championship coming up in a couple of weeks, even the Scottish this week. So I'm like, that's in the yeah, back of my head. Barbasol. I'm going to lay some. Don't
1: forget exactly. one of my favorite tournaments. Yeah, Farfasol,
0: always a good one. So, uh, yeah, I'm just like, I thought about taking the over. Instead, I took the stab with Berrettini. He's plus 575 right now live. So if, uh, if you still like him, you're getting some good <laughs> so, value so our, there. Our
1: opinion, what you're saying is our opinion is not aged very well. I think is what you're no. saying. because we, Well, no. I could have got him at 575 right now, and I, I would never in a million years bet him right now. To uh to win the match, but yeah, I think did you uh did you bet Eubank Czipsi at all? Did you bet any of the any other results that I, have already happened today? No, I actually I, haven't. I've done a bad job. I don't think I've looked at the women's results today, and I think I've been watching more of the women's results or women's matches than the men's matches so far. But I feel like this morning I wasn't as locked in.
0: Yeah, no, I didn't bet anything in the Eubanks. I didn't bet any of the women's matches today. Although Oms Jabor did win today, so that sets up showdown yeah, with a showdown yeah. with a, uh, a rematch of last year's final with uh, Ribikina. So. That's going to be really oh, good. Yeah. That's going to be really, really good. Eubanks, who you mentioned, is going to play Medvedev, who's the number three player in the world. That's going to be really tough. There's a lot of firepower, though, on both sides. I mean, both number one seeds are, are still alive if Alcaraz is able to get through. Iga's still alive on the women's side. You got both two seeds who are still alive, Djokovic and Sabalenka, who's on the women's side. So a lot of firepower left in uh, in Wimbledon, and it's going to make for an exciting tournament. We'll see if... Somebody other than Djokovic can win. I think it'll be the first time since, like, 2003 where somebody not named Djokovic, Murray, Federer, or Nadal has won Wimbledon, which is just absolutely Which is insane.
1: Crazy. There's all, Do you see all the MC, sure you've been watching the coverage a lot. You were there, obviously, too. So you've been following the tournament closely. The Djokovic stats, which they brought up, they've been doing a good job on the telecast, I feel like, of just framing how completely insane the run that he's on is. And not even the run, like, it's a recent thing. How completely insane the decade is. I think it's been 10 years since he lost on center court too. like 2013 was the last time he lost a match on center court, something like that. I just like what? What what, what are you talking about? Um, And we we even like uh, Sean Morash was on with me before vacation. And, you know, and he's like us. We the thing that we all have in common is none of us should be putting a penny on anything related to tennis. Like we really shouldn't, unless it's just totally for fun. And even he, like, I think it was whale came on, or we had whale and somebody else over the course of a week. And everybody was just like, I don't know how Djokovic is ever losing. Like, I like I, maybe Alcaraz, maybe, but like, that's a stretch and Djokovic is so much better on this surface. And Sean finished that week. I remember. And he said, I think I might just put a lot of money on Djokovic to win the tournament and just sweat this thing out and see, you know, he's a minus price to win. I think he was what a minus, like a mid one, maybe. And then the tournament went off. I don't think he was minus 200 when the tournament went off, but like, you know, it was, it worked sort of a week through a little more than a week through the tournament. And I kind of feel like we're just going to, we're asking the same question and that's with a a number of really good players advancing. So I just, it's really funny that just us casuals, it's just kind of like, I guess he's just going to win like as Rublev going to beat him is, you know, I, I forget what the semi matchup ends up being, but then like Alcaraz in a final provided, you know, Alcaraz gets past Berrettini and keeps going like, okay. They, they played at Alcaraz's best surface at the French and Alcaraz got off to a really good start. And then got completely smoked for like an hour and a half. So it's like, all right, it's going to be different now. Like that's how it's going to work. So uh, I just, yeah, it's tough to come away with anything other than like, yep, probably Djokovic again, and that's uh, and it's pretty ridiculous given the run that he's on.
0: Yeah, Nick Kyrgios actually tweeted out today that he thought the guy who could give Djokovic the best run was Berrettini, just because of his serve. So, Kyrgos, oh, man, maybe I- he I-
1: bet Berrettini too. I mean, maybe his, he we're did. probably all on the same side here. Maybe he
0: did. Maybe he was on him. But yeah, obviously, Kyrios faced off with uh, Djokovic in the final last year, and he thought Berrettini might have the best shot. So if Alcarez takes him out, then just even more reason why uh, Joker might win his eighth Wimbledon title, which would tie Federer for the most all-time on the men's side. Uh, Let's go from tennis, though, Ken, to some summerly because we had some big news. And let's do the You Better, You Bet sports market sweep.
1: Jake, any oh, no. anytime now, Jake. No. Oh, Jake! Oh, that was like the part. The PJ nailed it. He nailed everything. Misfire my, oh, on no. my first day back from vacation. <laughs> oh, I'm uh, good. I, I man, I wish I could remember what the open sounded like. Is it uh all that all that I play in my head right now is the is the whatever you prefer open, which is like you can choose it, but it's not that. Oh, it's like ladies and gentlemen, it's time to gamble. It's like Bill's voice. It's like the. Oh, Jake says we should be good. Jake, Sports Market Sweep, go.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to gamble. Yeah, yeah. The name of the game is to set the lines for all the betting questions. Yeah. It's time for the Sports Market Sweep. Well done what for you think, calling was that. It, was it worth it? Was it worth it? I, was pretty, <laughs> I, I liked your version better, personally. <laughs> I like you trying you to recall it nailing it. Oh, that's funny. Like but yeah, Lane. some breaking yeah. news out of uh, Summer League that Victor Womanyama is being shut down. He only played two games. He had a great performance <laughs> yes. last night. Grand opening, and, uh, grand closing. All right. Getting <laughs> getting shut down. Uh, I mean, how, how surprised are you by this, Ken? Are, are you even surprised that they let him play two games, especially after Scoot Henderson got hurt? Were you surprised that they trot him back out there for a second game?
1: Well, it wasn't just. I mean, uh, Amin Thompson got hurt too, yeah. right? I mean, it's like a couple. Like, got, got half of the top four picks sustained an injury. Uh, yeah. that's, that could be. That could be better. And uh, I, I don't think I was surprised just because I know when in the build up to him getting drafted number one overall, he like kept playing in the French league, right, and was like playing in the playoffs. So he was kind of. I think his thing is he actually likes basketball and is not <laughs> is not just going to like skip games to skip games, which probably is like a long term positive thing. Just that. You know, he's wired like that, at least. and you know, we're not trying to read too much into it. Just, yeah, it's probably better to do that than be like, well, I actually don't want to play any basketball. I actually don't really like basketball very much. So it was good to get the, the first one. Um, one of the great, maybe, like, maybe, like, the best thing that happened in sports the entire time that I was gone was the fallout from the Britney Spears-Wembanyama thing, which I think is, like, one of my favorite Twitter moments. So it was combination. It was, like, obviously, like, I'm not happy that Britney Spears got, like, accidentally whacked in the face or what happened when he's trying to go up to Wembanyama. Like, that's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying that from that point forward, Wembanyama being comically bad in a couple really viral situations in the first, pre- in the first summer league game, leading to... Like every Britney Spears fan account on Twitter going at Wembanyama and like mocking him. Then, like, the series of nicknames. I mean, after one summer like, and he didn't even play, they just shot bad and he fell down a couple times. Cause you know, he's like 7'9, so that's gonna happen sometimes. Also, he blocked like 11 shots, so he's pretty good. Uh, but in the first game, he didn't shoot very well and he fell down. And just to like, the intersect, the intersection of sports and pop culture, which we joke about on this show, to just have Britney Spears like stand accounts going at Victor Wembayama, not like a mad libs kind of a sentence. Uh you would have imagined. Am I surprised he's taking the rest off? Not at all. Kinda killed it last night. I don't know if you watched any yeah. of the game, uh, had some flashes, did some you know, you just he's gonna do some things sometimes where you're just like, okay, that's why you're the number one overall pick, because you who's doing that ever? And uh at your size. And uh, and so I'm not that surprised. It kind of takes a, a little bit off of summer league, obviously, about injuries, and now he's not playing, so it kind of makes the rest of summer league not quite as fun and not quite the draw. Obviously, his, his first couple games were packed crowd wise at Thomas and Mack Center, so uh, not surprised. We can definitely talk a little bit more. Like sports market sweep, I'm supposed to come up with a question, and you guys create a market, so I can do one for Wembenyama in a second. But want to give me your thoughts on this news story too, because I'm sure you've been locked into this.
0: Look, everything I needed to know about Weminyama, Ken, was when Greg Popovich signed that five-year extension. Like, when yeah. Pop did that, you know I'll what I mean? Stay. Like when, when he did that, <laughs> you know, I'm, good. I, I, I'm no. like, okay, he, he must think this Victor guy's pretty good, right? Like, because there were so many rumors that, obviously, is Pop going to retire? And sure. the Spurs are, are probably going to be bad the next two, three years, depending on how good Weminyama is. Maybe they're not. But when, when he signed that five-year deal, I, I was like, Clearly, this kid is good enough to where he makes pop wanna stay in San Antonio. So he's clearly seen enough, and you know, maybe because he struggled in his first game, maybe they wanted to see kind of how he would bounce back in his second and and he was fantastic. I was almost hoping that he would struggle a little bit in his second game too just to see if his rookie of the year odds would like shrink at all, you know, maybe if they would come down from like at minus two hundred and we could get like a minus one fifty minus one sixty or. Something like that, but uh, that did not happen. But yeah, not not have surprised you, uh, like you.
1: Are you, are you more inclined? We'll do the sports market sweep question with Wembenyama after the break. Are you more inclined, less inclined, or the same to bet him to win Rookie of the Year, having watched these two games?
0: Uh, uh, the same, the same. My opinions because you probably liked have... him a lot anyway. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, it, it's not even necessarily that, that I liked him. I, I just, I really hadn't seen him play, but I just had assumed that he had to be pretty, pretty good. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, Summer League, you know, it's kind of like the preseason in the NFL. You can't really, like, take away too much from it. And we try to, the media tries to blow it up and try to make stories out of nothing. So, Chet Holmgren, Ken, personally, I know we haven't talked about this. Chet's my yeah. pick for Rookie of the Year, so that's who I lean and. Nothing that I've seen so far from Summer League has swayed me off of that, so that's who I'm still rolling with.
1: Yeah, I'm working working on a. I'm writing something later in the week about like guys that win rookie in the Rookie of the Year. Like, how do they play in Summer League? So basically, like, should you overreact to what happens in Summer League, or is it like a justifiable like Yeah, if somebody plays well, they're more likely to win. Like we see what like Jabari Smith's doing for the Rockets. Is he going to be an All Star this year because he's playing so well? Like, probably not, but it's kind of interesting that it's happening. Yeah, I just. I don't know if I'm more, I think I'm more likely to bet him to win rookie of the year. We could do a little bit more on this after the break. I just, he's just going to fill up a stat sheet every night, no matter what.
0: Yeah. You better you bet. PJ and Ken taking a break.